Hello and welcome to this episode of the AF Mentors podcast. Today I have no Kimberly with me, unfortunately, but I do have what I hope to be a very useful podcast for you, which is going to cover mostly two topics. The first is taking time off and the second is charging more than what you used to. So charging more, but also specifically charging more than what you used to charge and getting your head around that a little bit. So the first thing I want to talk about is taking time off. And this can be one of the hardest things for coaches or just generally people who are self-employed, especially when we love what we do. But if you want to show up at your best, you absolutely need to take time off. I also heard someone give this advice. Um, It was a speaker who was talking about how to be a good speaker. And the first part of the advice wasn't particularly novel. It was about being a good storyteller. And I'm sure most people have heard that before. But the point he made after that was that you have to go and do interesting stuff in order to be a good storyteller, which means taking time off. And this brings me to some feedback that I got from one of the AFM coaches who sent me this message after our last call saying, Hi Emma, turned my phone off last night and did absolutely nothing business related. Lo and behold, felt a surge of creativity this morning alongside not being exhausted. Yes, you were right. And yes, you can say I told you so. I won't say I told you so, but you need time off to have ideas. And if you think about this, you'll realise that you have your best ideas when you aren't focused, when you let your mind wander a little bit, when... I guess we're so often fixated with deep work blocks and being mega productive and we don't give ourselves enough time to let our minds wander and come up with ideas. Now, it's way better to be even semi-productive on a great idea than to be really, really productive on an idea that wasn't that good anyway. So the way I like to think of it is this, unfocused time for ideas and focus time to action those ideas. So you are probably actually your least creative when you're doing quote unquote deep work because the whole idea is that you're very single-minded and you're focused on one task and as a byproduct, you're not gonna be creative and you're not gonna come up with ideas. Now, I was speaking to my flatmate about this. He's in a completely different industry, but he needed to come up with a bit of like a new direction for his business. And obviously there's, I mean, in that instance, I'm like, one of the problems he's having is there aren't enough constraints. And a lot of people think that constraints are a bad thing, but actually constraints help you figure out what you want to do. So for him, it's almost like, well, I could go any direction with my business. I don't know which direction to go. And you can't really force that. Like you can't force an idea. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to go do some work and like, I'll figure it out. But often with that stuff, it's like, you need a couple of days or a week just to let your mind wander to like explore ideas and then explore another idea and to look at different industries and see what other people are doing and not put so much pressure on yourself to come up with an idea within the two hour work block that you've allocated to ideas. So that's another reason that I keep an excessive amounts of, of notes on my phone. So I'm over 10,000 now guys, thank you. But basically any idea I have, which will tend to be while you're doing other stuff, while you're having conversations with people, while you're, you know, not quote unquote working, while you're not really able to write the full thing down, like write a note of what you're thinking about. 
write just the basics of the idea and then you can come back to that when you have time and flesh it out. So half the problems that people come to me with can probably be solved with better planning, um, better use of time and honestly better energy management. And I think energy management is the biggie here. It's not just that you need to have time to do something, it's having the mental energy to do it too. So you might have left an hour after your full day of clients, but realistically, do you have any mental energy left to be creative? Or are you someone who works better in the morning? Or are you someone who works better in the afternoon? And figure this stuff out because one of the best things about running an online business is that you have a huge amount of control of when you work and what tasks you do. Now, sometimes that can go go the other way and you can be like too flexible, you don't get enough done. But having the luxury of being able to prioritise the high mental energy tasks for certain times of the day is something that's going to make your work so much better. So start using a calendar, but actually using it and actually sticking to it and start prioritising your time and your tasks. Know what needs to get done and when because otherwise you waste a ton of time figuring out what needs to be done and then you end up with you know 20 minutes left of your one hour work block because you've been faffing around replying to a couple of emails replying to something on instagram got distracted couldn't remember what you were meant to be doing and then bam you've got 20 minutes left like have some focus turn off your phone like set realistic targets and deadlines and actually stick to them plan in some time off to come up with ideas and to just enjoy your life and to create stories that will inevitably end up helping your business plan in time on as well like hey this stuff actually does need to be done it's not all fun and games like some stuff needs to be done and it has to be planned in and most importantly stop living in the mess in between the two so stop living in the mess in between time on and time off Like be quite dichotomous with these things. Like this is when I'm working on my business. This is when I'm having time off and I'm not going to have my notifications on and I'm not just going to reply to one client and I'm not, oh, it's just a quick voice note. Let's see what it says. No, (laughs) no. Um, I think what I'm getting at here is get organized because most of the time you don't need more time. And realistically, nor can you magic more time up. So it's pointless telling yourself that you need more time. What you need is more focus. And more focus sometimes means getting rid of the stuff that you do not need to do, right? More focus, less distraction, apply the 80-20 principle, figure out the 20% of things that are driving 80% of your business and focus on those and delete the other stuff, right? What's way better than outsourcing is just not doing it. Like if things aren't actually bringing you business, driving your business forward, getting your clients better results, they don't need to be done. And here is a really easy one if you want to get more done. Have set times when you check your emails, your DMs, your WhatsApp and your other notification. Notification. If you do this, you will save a ton of time, a ton of brain space. You'll reduce the amount that you're distracted. You'll increase the quality of your work. You'll massively reduce your stress levels. I don't know about anyone else, but if I see something ding in, and I'm in the middle of like enjoying myself doing something else, even if it's work or if it's a conversation with someone, like no matter what I'm doing, I'm like, oh damn it, I need to do that. And actually it would not matter and I'd enjoy myself way more and I'd be way more present in the moment if I just hadn't seen it. 
So turn them off and have times where you go in and you check them. And on top of this, it will mean better responses too. So instead of you just off the cuff quickly replying to something, you can sit down when you have focused time that is allocated to replying to your DMs, your emails, etc., etc., and you will give them far better result and results, responses, and subsequently results. So it wasn't all wrong. And yeah, you'll be a lot less stressed for it. So I would call that a big win. And it's such a simple thing to do. And genuinely, if you are someone who works primarily from their phone, which is most of us online coaches, it will make a huge difference to your overall quality of life. And so the second thing I wanted to briefly talk about is price increases or charging more than what you used to charge. And I was thinking about this specifically last week because I was asked what my speaking fee was now. And I used to speak at an event that the same organizer runs for free a few years ago. So, I mean, actually quite many, many, many years ago, I am quite old now. Anyway, for a minute, I kind of thought, wow, he must be thinking, I used to get this girl for free and now she's quoting me, blah, 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 whatever I'm quoting. But then I thought about the difference in my knowledge, my experience, the quality of my talk, even my confidence, how I can deliver a message. And there is literally no comparison. Like I would not have paid for myself back when I was doing it for free, right? Like, so I wasn't actually undercharging. I just wanted experience and I needed to push myself outside my comfort zone. And all of the shit talks that I've given make the talks that I give now a little less shit, right? Like I'm working on getting better at this stuff. And I used to say yes to every single speaking opportunity, even if it would cost me money and time to be there or to travel because I was learning, right? And it was great experience and it pushed me outside my comfort zone. I didn't know who I was gonna meet. And there's a time and a place in your career for that. Like if you are just starting out, say yes to everything. You never know who you're gonna meet and you will certainly benefit from the experience of it and the networking of it and showing up and pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. And at some point, you will need to be a little bit more picky with your requests and the ones that you agree to and the ones that you don't. And you can't go on every single podcast or every single speaking event at some point. You have to start making like tough decisions with your time. But where I see a few people go wrong is maybe looking at people who are five, 10 years ahead of them and thinking, oh, right, well, I should be charging X to speak here. Or I should be, I don't know, turning down these opportunities or I need to like focus on my time on this or this. No, if you want to be a good speaker, and this kind of goes for other things, but it's a good example, say yes to everything before you get paid for it. Like kind of earn your stripes. The likelihood is, quite honestly, your first talk probably isn't worth any money. Like it probably isn't worth you getting paid for. But that's the only way you learn and that's the only way you get better. However, you'll be holding yourself back if you're like, oh, well, so-and-so charges this much, so I should charge this much, or I should charge blah, blah, blah for my time. Like, realistically, it's an opportunity for you at that point. And it certainly was for me, and I, I don't regret any of it, but it is interesting looking back and thinking, wow, yeah, I mean, no, I, like, I wasn't undercharging, actually. <laughs> it was probably pretty awful. 
but was all part of like building the confidence that I have today and what I do now will certainly build confidence for the future. I'm nowhere near as good at public speaking as I would like to be, but it is something I want to get better at. Oh, well, that was a good example of it. Anyway, back to increasing prices, because there's another thing I was thinking about in regards to this. I am sure, or at least I hope, that many of you have quite drastically increased your prices over the years. But if I look back, even with AFM, which is a fairly new business, if I look back at what you got when AFM started compared to now, it is a million miles different. Like, even if you joined this time last year, it was genuinely half the mentorship it is now. Which makes me now, now I'm saying that, maybe I should increase the prices. Because hmm? I haven't done that in a while. Anyway, I think the point I'm trying to make is don't feel bad about charging more because you are now better. Like, think of all the things that you have learned in the last X amount of years um, before you kind of increased your prices. Think of like all the clients that you've coached, all the qualifications that you have, all the experience that you've gained. Of course you are worth more now than when you first started. So of course you should be charging more. And if you think that you could be and should be helping more people, but you're holding yourself back, head to afmentals.com, fill in the application form or book a call with me and we can see if I can help you on the mentorship. And you should probably get in before I decide to increase the prices. 